What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the release. It has been three weeks. Three weeks, yes. okay? But listen, we're back. I There was complications. I had COVID. Jordan went to Trinidad, but now we're back, okay? Yep. We're back, and, and we're happy to be back. And, and trust me, it's going to get more consistent, okay? It's for high school students, grade 12 students. We're trying to get into some universities here, okay? But uh, A lot of homework, man. A, a lot, lot of homework. Of My goodness. Miss Matakini, yeah. we just came off of that. <laughs> Now we got uh, Mr. Warrior, great teachers, but uh, yeah, whew, the work. But yeah, crazy. Let's get straight into it today, okay? So today we're going to be talking about who we personally think should be the Kia MVP in the NBA yeah. this year, okay? There's a lot of good candidates. It's been up and down a lot this year, but yeah. we are going to point out the few consistent ones, and we are going to debate who we think should be the MVP this year. So without mm-hmm. further ado. Let's get into it. Jordan, start it off. Who do you think should be the MVP this season? All right. So before I name my MVP, I will say this. This MVP race is close. Very, very. I think I was telling you, this is the best MVP race since like 2006 or seven. That was the one year with Kobe, Nash, Braun, Dirk. Oh, yeah. Where you have like four, four or five guys who have a case of being MVP. Now, I think there's only three players, in my opinion, Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis, who have the best cases for MVP. And I'm picking Jokic. He's going to be back-to-back MVP, making him one of the few players in NBA history to do that. I mean, not too many people have won back-to-back MVPs. It's not... uh, Uh, It's a difficult thing to do. Difficult thing to do. Um, I'll just give a little short argument. Um, His stats are insane. 26 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists. Shoot efficiency crazy. 57 from the the field, 36 from three-point line, 80% from the line on 66% true shooting percentage. Yeah, He's top 10 in points, rebounds, and assists. And he's leading the league in PER. He's leading his team in points, rebounds, assists, rebounds, and blocks. Yeah, and he's been carrying that Nuggets team with no Jamal Murray and um, no Michael Porter Jr. Um, it's true. Ha- has a similar record to guys like Embiid. His team's record slight bit worse than the Bucks, and that is without missing his his two best players. True. So I'm gonna start it there, man. Go. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with. I'm 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 gonna go straight to mine. I have another big man. I have Joel Embiid. All right, Joel sure. Embiid. Uh, you know, he's has a case for being a top five player in the world right now. I personally think he is uh, incredible lead in this Philly team yeah. throughout all this Ben, ben Simmons struggle. He's maintained a, a mm-hmm. consistent level of, of leadership. And, and I'm, I'm trying to find the word, but I can't find it. But you know what, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, he's led this team so well from being crapped on by me specifically say he is unable to lead a team with his attitude. He switches attitude up and he's been able to lead this team to a solid yep. seed. Uh, no playoff seed, of course, you know, getting 30 points per game on the dot, 4.4 assists, 11.3 rebounds, 1.1 steals and 1.4 blocks. He still has that defense in him. People think it left him. No, no, he's still a great defender. You know, he's still there. Uh, 61, uh, 61.3 true shooting percentage, 49 from the field. 36.4 from the three-point line uh, and 82.2% from the free throw line. Um, something interesting I've pointed out with Joel Embiid here that Jokic cannot do and has not done. 
Joel Embiid is averaging 11.8 free throw attempts a game. And it's crazy. While, while Jokic is getting 5.9. That is incredible. If that's not MVP level type play, I don't know what is, man. If he's a yeah, center and he's able insane. to do that stuff, come mm-hmm. on now. Now, now I have a small argument uh, as to why I believe Joel Embiid should be above Nikola Jokic here. Go ahead. Uh, it comes down to record. Now, I'm not talking about normal team record, even though the Philadelphia 76ers have one more win than the uh, than the Nuggets. But yep. it comes down to record without said players. So the Nuggets' record without Jokic is two and five. So they've only won mm-hmm. two out of the five game uh, out of the seven games. But the 76ers' record is four and eight. Now they only have uh, 18 losses when Joel Embiid is with them, and the Nuggets have 24. That's my thing. So it's it's evident that the Philadelphia 76ers are suffering much more without Joel Embiid. Yeah. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. then, 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 then the Nuggets are suffering without Jokic. Now, I will admit, both teams, when you remove both both players from that from their squads, their team plummets, plummets. Yeah, neither one of them would be playoff teams if you no, take no. both of them off. But um, it's evident that the 76ers right. have struggled more without yep. Joel Embiid. Uh, they've missed his defense, his scoring, especially a center leading the, the league in, in points per game first time in a while, right? So... If that's not most valuable player, he, he, I believe that he's more valuable to his team than Jokic because it, the record without him shows it, and the record yeah. with him shows it as well. Even though it's one, it's it's only one more loss and mm-hmm. and all that. It's it's effective losses. So, all right, um, yeah. So you made a good point. Now I'll push back a bit with saying that even without Ben Simmons. Now again, I think I think Embiid second in my opinion, at least to Jokic when it comes to MVP. So I'm not. Mad if anybody says that Embiid's MVP. Of course. But he has no Ben Simmons, which is correct for most of the year. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to pretend as if he's out here walking around with trash for cancer with, uh, with his roster. I mean, his roster has been quite inconsistent. Tobias Harris is giving you like 18 points per game. Okay. So is Maxi. You yes. have Curry, who's giving you about 15. And you have um, Eyeball, right? Who can make an all defensive team. Dybul's a great I will, defender. I will say that his roster overall has been better than um, Jokic's roster. Especially, again, if Murray and MPJ were there, of course not, since the Nuggets are... Yeah. yeah. When, when, they're all, when all three of those guys are healthy, they're different. They, uh, they're contenders. MPJ is if, iffy, but uh, I know what you I mean. I mean, hey, Murray, I mean, Shannon. Yeah, yeah. You, saw, you saw what he did last time in the bubble. In the bubble. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'll just say to me, I think he's had a lot harder to deal with in terms of the lack of help and supporting cast. I mean, to me, he just has a bigger load offensively. Now, I'll give Embiid credit defensively. Way better. Can't even, can't even argue there. Um, but yeah, to me, Jokic's offense, um, he might be the best offensive player in the league. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, but, but you know, Kevin Durant, man, he should be a scorer. Okay. Offense Not is more score. than scoring, but I yeah, need yeah. you to justify okay. that point okay. because I Reason have a lot, I a lot of arguments against that. Again, his scoring is elite, so I could I don't have to talk about giving me 26, great efficiency. But to me, it's the playmaking and the scoring. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he's like eighth in assists, as a playmaker, there's not too many players in the league that you could say are better playmakers. And this is a guy as a center. Like the amount of passes that he can make is just insane. 
And even when you double team Jokic, like you can't double team him. So the thing is, if you play him one on one, he's going to score on you. If you double team him, he's going to cut your defense up. Like I've seen games like against the Raptors, like not the game before, but the last time they played against the Raptors, they doubled him the entire game. He still gave you like 26 and 12 and like 10. Like to me, his offensive package is insane. Like he could Mm -hmm. shoot the three. He could score in the post. He could hit free throws. And his passing to me puts him on another level that I don't think most players in the league have. Like to me, he's like a taller version of like if Larry Bird was like taller, worse defensively, that's what Yoki is. Offensive production, it's about crazy, bro. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, man, this guy offensively, that's why I think he's the best offensive player in the league. Not only is his scoring and his efficiency, which is off the charts, but his playmaking. He's one of the smartest players in the league. I mean, he's IQ, which is a big difference between him and Embiid. Mm-hmm. I like Embiid's Embiid great defensively, but Embiid's IQ still needs some work. He still makes very dumb turnovers. Like I will, but... yeah, yeah. Okay, here's my thing though. Mm-hmm. Um, Embiid has come off a few games where he's gotten like 35, yeah. 7, 14 with mm. two steals and four blocks. Yeah. Cons- like, like he and he's been doing that for like like a month. Yeah. Where I understand that like, like yes, Jokic is an elite offensive player. But you got to put Joel Embiid in that in that conversation for oh, even, no. for just no, no, as no. elite as Jokic. So he, he might even be more elite on the offense than Jokic. And I'm not even just talking about scoring. I'm talking about offensive rebounding. I'm talking about I'm talking about his his assists, his his steals, his blocks, all that stuff that that leads to offense that creates the offense for his mm-hmm. team. It they're centered around him, and and people act like he can't pass the ball. Uh, I listen. You could see. Oh, so he could pass, that, but yeah. like. But you you Jokic you can see the numbers on, here. Like, upper upper yeah, tier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has different. an eight point one assist per game. Joel Embiid has a four point four assist per game. However, I mean, he he he's been passing like very 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 well. Like earlier in the season, he's getting what like yeah. two point something assists per game, and it's slowly mm-hmm. going up. And by the end yeah. of the year, it's going to hit that five six mark, and that's what's going to tell you that he's going to be that MVP because he can do exactly not exactly what Jokic is doing. In, in terms of passing, but what he may, but what he lacks in the passing, he makes up for for in his rebounding, for his scoring, for his defense, he makes up makes up for all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Jokic's defense is so lackluster. I wouldn't say that anymore. If we're if we're if this was like two say, years ago, I I was he's, he's pretty good. He's not he's not as bad as he used to be like a couple of years ago. But he's not completely bomb defense, but he's like he's like mediocre. Okay, yeah, but yeah, I'll agree. Look, defensively, I can't argue there, but to me, offensively, I think there's a huge gap. And I know you, you talked about his scoring, but to me, the difference in playmaking is different. I, I think it's again good playmaker, but to me, yeah. Jokic. When we talk about the best playmakers in the league, we're talking about LeBron, yeah. my guys like Chris Paul, yeah. and Jokic is on that tear. We're talking about like the elite of the elite when it comes to playmaking. Yeah, and. There's this interesting stat that I saw, right? So when Jokic is on the court, the Nuggets' offensive rating is 124, which makes them one of the best offensive teams in the league. With Jokic off the court, their offensive rating plummets down to 94. Mm-hmm. That's one of the worst offensive ratings in the history of basketball. Yeah. 
No. So when Jokic, yeah, when Jokic is on the court, they go from being one of the best, one of the best offensive teams in the league, to going to down to one of the worst offensive teams in, in history. And it makes sense because with no Murray, with no MPJ, like who, like the Nuggets really don't have that much shot creation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they play a good system. They they're all well coached, so I'll give them that. So, but like. They don't have that much shot creation. And the fact that they're relying on a center, not only to score and rebound, but to play make on top of the key and on the post. Just different, man. It's just just... because he's playing better this year than he was playing last year. Yeah, to me, it's understandable. I don't but see so is Embiid, so is Giannis, yeah. so is LeBron, so are all these guys that are in this in this debate for MVP. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you could use that. Hey, he, uh, he's playing better argument because Embiid's now leading the league in scoring. He's one of the top top rebounders, shot blockers, steals. Like like. Jokic one thing be- I will say, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. about Embiid is that Embiid's been amazing right now, right? Yeah, but. The one thing that Jokic has over him against at least most MVP candidates is his consistency. Since day one of the season, look, I mean, we can't act as if, like, for the beginning of the season, Embiid was not that good. At least for a good 10, 15 games of the season, he really was not that good. Just all of his numbers were down. His efficiency was down to, to start the year. Meanwhile, Jokic is, hasn't really had that problem. As Jokic has start the season... He's been great. Now he's great. Like, yeah, so Embiid, he will give you, like, those 40-point games and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Embiid, Jokic does it so much more consistently. So where people get tired of it. So mm-hmm. Jokic is giving He's also taking the- more shots, though. He, he, he's, he's bolder. He's, he's willing to sa- make sacrifices for his own stats to lead his team this year especially. Because when we, when we were arguing him last year, he wasn't yeah. – we were saying, hey, bro, this guy can't do this. He, he, he doesn't make – you know, sacrifices for own team. It's it's selfish basketball that he's playing, and now that he he's fixed this, and he's willing to to sacrifice his percentages and stuff for the better of his team, knowing the shots that he's supposed to take, regardless if he makes them or not. That that's the for mm-hmm. the better of his team. That's not for the better of him, because now he's not acting like it'll be and and, and yeah. storming off the court when he when he's missing that. No, he'll keep putting that up until his team wins, and that's what he keeps doing. He's he's, he's smarter this year. He's taking better mm-hmm. better shots. No, none of that logo shit you know he, he's doing good yeah yeah right he, he's like i said he's smarter mm-hmm. he's better on the defensive end he's better on the scoring end and with i understand he has a better supporting cast all right he has tobias harris he has matisse Thibel, he has these guys however when you have an inconsistent supporting cast you never know how much they you need them to rely on you and he's able to it's like a jimmy butler thing in a way because Jimmy Butler is able to turn it up when he. What are you smiling about? Jimmy Butler, what the? Supported cast and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's supporting cast is amazing. In my oh no! Of course, but... of course, of course. The the reason I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm talking about okay. Jimmy Butler type of thing because Jimmy Butler's able to so turn confused it, for a second. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's able to turn it up when necessary, and he's able to tone it down when necessary. I agree. Yeah. However, agree however, the difference between Jimmy Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid is when Jimmy Butler turns it down, he turns it down. <laughs> like like when Jimmy Butler turns it down, he turns yeah. into a. a play uh, a role role player but there's my issue with jimmy butler before you continue going the conversation yeah. is that against the bucks last year's playoffs when i mean he was bad he was awful like he was he averaged like 13 points per game like there's role players I mean, on a the bucks. superstar and do that see that's my issue with jimmy butler like to me he has superstar intangibles but when you could do that 
Like, I'm not, he doesn't do that every game, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, when you when you have the capability to be that bad, mm-hmm. like, bro, you can't be a superstar to be. Like, at least he's more consistent this year. I feel like he's gonna lead yeah, Miami yeah, to yes. a champion, not a championship, to, but to a finals. You know what? They have a chance, but the, the Eastern Conference is a bloodbath out there. So yeah, hold on. can we speak about that real quick? Because Go ahead, man. first of all, yeah. the seventy six. Now I understand that MVP isn't a mm-hmm. uh, isn't a playoff award; it's a regular season award. However, when you look at these, uh, when you look at the teams, I, I'm just saying I feel like Embiid could do uh, could lead this team uh, to a higher spot than the Nuggets will ever do. I understand the Nuggets have a have a weak supporting cast, but I feel I mean, like the we, Nuggets are hurt. Like if the Nuggets are healthy, we're having a different conversation. About oh, but you're acting like the like nuggets. the 76ers aren't hurt. The Joel Embiid's inconsistent with his little, little a little injury problem, but he's getting there. Then we have okay, then we have Mr. Thing, Harden that, whenever he chooses that to play help, whenever he wants to. He has an inconsistent Embiid. Tobias Harris. All right, but that doesn't help Embiid being hurt now. Embiid's been healthy this year, so to me, yeah, he's only I'll like, give him credit for that. He's only missed uh twelve games. Yeah, so that's the thing. My problem with Embiid before was when people were trying to call him the MVP last year. I'm like, bro, you have to play games. You can't miss yeah. 25 games and be the MVP. It does not work like that. If you look at MVPs, for the most part, they usually play the entire season. So, But Embiid's been so good this year where he's still in the debate despite being missing games. Yeah. But here's where Embiid, in my opinion, he's going to lose the conversation. Let's hear it. You know, you know that trade that you know to get James Harden, right? Of course. Here's the thing. The MVP conversation, it's still down to the wire. The season isn't over yet, and it could change in a couple of weeks. Like, you see how people went from DeMar DeRozan is a top three MVP candidate, right? Yeah. So now people want to say, hey, what about Luka Doncic, right? Like, it changes every week. And this is the disadvantage of playing with another dude like Harden. Harden's been great in Philly. Like, his numbers, he, he looks like he's playing like Harden, like a normal James yeah. Harden. A quick thing before you continue. If you guys yeah. have Luka Doncic as your MVP, just keep his name out your mouth, okay? Thank I don't you, want to hear that stupid stuff, all right? Before Jordan continues, come on now. Luka Doncic as the MVP this year? John Morant will win MVP 12 times before Luka Doncic does. Yes. Here's my thing with Luka, right? Luka's been amazing over the last month or two. Well, now, Luka was, has been great all year, but he hasn't been playing at this level for the entire season. Yep. For starters, right? Second of all, I mean, his record is good. I mean, again, to me, he's just not the MVP. If he's playing like this the entire season, then yes, we're having a different conversation. We're having a much different conversation. He hasn't. He's not even ahead of DeMar when it comes to MVP. Not ahead of DeMar, not ahead of Ja. I wouldn't even put him ahead of Jimmy. I'll I'll put him over. I'll put him over Jimmy. You're just a Jimmy hater. Bro, here's, again, look, man. When Jimmy made it to the finals, I saw a step in his progression. I'm like, hey, this guy, he is the guy who I thought he could be, right? Yeah. And and then he, that's what makes me so mad about last year. I'm like, hey, Jimmy Butler, bro, you, you've been that dog for the last few years. Uh-huh. You were great in Minnesota. Nobody talks about how good he was in Minnesota. He no one talks about that. He was incredible seed. in Minnesota. Carried that team. They were a top four seed, and he missed, like, the second half of the year. They almost missed the playoffs without him. Like, that is the yeah. type of impact he has. So, again, I love you, bro. But my thing with you, bro, is like at a certain point of time, I need you to be more consistent. Like, uh-huh. again, you're going to impact the game no matter what you score. But when we're talking about the elite of the elite, the elite guys put up elite numbers. Like, yeah, I mean, to me, you're not, you can't be walking out here with like 
17, 18 points. And then talking about, yeah. yo, you're a superstar. I'm like, uh, dumb. Like you get, there's a bunch of guys who, yeah, but look, no, I mean, Luke has been amazing, but not the MVP. And if you think so, yeah, please, North Coast. Maybe the MVP of the last month, but like of the entire season. Hey, man, I'll, I'll give him player of the week. Yeah. But here's the thing. As I was saying about James Harden, when you have a player who's that great on your team, especially for the last like month of the season and the MVP conversation so close, it's going to affect how people view you. Like, for example, again, when you play with another star, it hurts your cases of winning MVP. It's just historically true. Right? Um it hurt LeBron's chances in like 2019 when he had AD on his team. Curry and KD can never win MVP since they're on the same team together. Yeah. Even like when when like um when KD had like West Westbrook in OKC, people would use that against him as well. So yeah. when you're playing with another dude who's on that level, now James Harden hasn't been there the entire year. Yeah. When the MVP is this close, the last month matters. That's things I have to take into consideration. I yeah. understand what you're saying. But again, to me, you, you, you can't really go wrong with this, man. Like, as long as you're not picking someone difficult stupid, argument. Like, even Giannis has an argument. And we, we didn't bring him up yet. He has, he has a solid Giannis case. is a huge argument. Yeah. Man, there's there's four or five guys that could be winning this MVP this year. There's, there's Nicole Jokic, LeBron James, Joel mm-hmm. Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, DeMar DeRozan, John Morant. Hey, only thing with LeBron, Chris though. Paul, like, numbers are amazing. I'm not going to deny his numbers. And again, I'm not blaming him for his team. But Can I'm we saying, crap on the Lakers for a second, please? Oh, God. They, and you know what's crazy, man? The Lakers beat the Raptors, right? And it was a, it was a good win for them. I didn't it, was a, the game. it was a fun game to watch. Because I was, I, was I, I was on the airport. But, you know, I'm like, hey, man, look at this. They actually beat a quality team. It was Everybody a, played well. Like, it was a good game. Hey, then I watched the Wizards game. Here's my thing. Why are they playing LeBron at center? Because they don't have a good one. <laughs> Who's gonna uh, play no, center against 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 Daniel bro, Gafford? I, I it was it was a thing in the game. It was like Christoph Porzingis had like sixteen points in the fourth quarter. I was I was watching the game. Oh my he, goodness! He went, I keep forgetting Christoph's is on the Wizards, man. And here's my problem, right? Yeah, look, LeBron at his prime struggled to guard centers. Contrary to what his his stupor fans say, he actually can't guard elite centers. So the fact that you want him now at thirty eight to be guarding. Christoph Porzingis. This is the reason why they lose basketball games. 38. And here's my thing. LeBron, you're putting up great numbers, right? But I have a problem putting you in the MVP when you have the same winning percentage as the Washington Wizards Mm -hmm. who've missed Bradley Beal for almost a third of the season. Not blaming you. You're going to make an All-NBA team. All-NBA first or second, depending on, you know, whether... They will allow Embiid and Jokic to, to be on the first team, which they both should be, despite yeah. them being centers. But again, bro, hey, you've been you've been great, man. No doubt about you. What you've been doing is a story for your age. You can't you can't blame LeBron James for what's hey, happened for what's happening. I'm not, but I'm saying, yeah, quick thing about LeBron James. Yeah, quick thing about LeBron with the record. He just passed Karl Malone in second scoring of all time with thirty six thousand points. He's gonna be the best. Like he's gonna be the most mo- the player with the most points ever. In the regular season and playoffs, he needs two thousand more points to get ahead. He's of gonna get that. He's got that. He wants to play with Brian. He's got that. Look, we talk about guys like Jokic and Embiid, for example, right? They haven't had the best supporting cast consistently throughout the year. 
Yeah. But they're elevating their teams. Now, again, I'm not blaming LeBron. So before people get into the sections oh talking goodness. about you. This isn't, this isn't us shitting on LeBron, man. It's, it's us shitting on the Lakers. And it's also how the MVP works. Bro, you cannot be an MVP with a losing record. Like, it's, it's, that's not, it's on, not how this works. You can't be making up rules now, man. Like, again, when the Clippers with no Paul George and Kawhi have a better record than you, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Speaking that's of the Lakers, speaking of LeBron James and the Lakers, where do you think LeBron's yeah. going to go next year? Do you think he's sticking around or do you think he's going to try and get a transfer back to Cleveland? Or, um, Ooh, that's, that's a tough choice to make. I mean, Cleveland, that's a good fit. Um, they're definitely All those contend- young guys, that's, that's a championship team with LeBron. They're, they're a championship team there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have a feeling. I don't know why. I feel like LeBron might just stay in, in L.A. I don't. It's business. It's a business decision if he does it. Oh, yeah, I know. I, look, I'm not one of those guys. But at the end of the day, he needs rings, right? When it comes to LeBron and the GOAT conversation, yeah. to me, you playing longer and you getting up stats is amazing. Great accomplishment. Of course. But to me, you need rank. Look, if you're going to be competing with MJ, you need to be winning titles. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... Consistently. So again, LeBron, great year before any of his stupid fans come in attacking us. Mm-hmm. But when you have a losing record, you cannot win MVP. And as I've mentioned, yeah, guys, yeah. about Jokic and Embiid, mm-hmm. who had not had the greatest supporting cast ever, but who were leading their teams, mm-hmm. that, that is yeah, actually no, taking consideration. So, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. Amen. But you guys have heard our pieces about the Lakers. You've heard our pieces about MVP. So in the comment section, we want you guys to say, who do you think is MVP? And I want you guys to provide a solid argument. Okay? Yep. Don't be out here spamming me with these negative comments like you did <laughs> last year, which was hilarious, by the way. Y'all didn't even watch the video. And you Y'all didn't even seen... watch the video, man. I'm still salty about the... that. You guys read the title. And, and you guys got, got, to, got, to the, got to the comments, man. Hey, man. You know what? Who cares? Just you guys comment who you think MVP is. And yep. where you think LeBron James will be going, and if Jimmy Butler is a superstar or not, because I have a lot of people that'll die on that hill. But thank you guys Outside, so much for watching. Yeah, no yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to support us. We even gained subs while we were gone for the three weeks. We were getting views. We were That's doing great. good. Thank you guys so much for supporting us throughout these three weeks that we're gone. We can't wait to keep making content for you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, turn on the post notifications, and share because that way we can get bigger, get the better resources, and you know, provide better content for you guys, which is already difficult because we're yep. the best podcast on earth. There's no mm-hmm. one better than us ever. Okay. Who who needs who needs Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp? You have David Ramos and Jordan Liba. All right. Nobody, nobody needs nobody. Them, no, nobody, nobody needs out, right? Man. Now, make sure to have a good day, evening, night, wherever you guys stay at. Enjoy your day. God bless. Peace.